The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to There Are No Nice Guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado, and we are keeping with the theme of the season for season four. And that theme is making your dating life better in 2022. Today, I'm going to be doing that by doling out the cold, hard truths of online dating and dating apps. Now, I get it. At the very beginning of the season, I said that I was going to make a commitment to be more positive on There Are No Nice Guys, but I believe that I will be making a positive impact on your dating life and making your dating life better by empowering you with these cold, hard truths. Now, when all is said and done, and at the end of this episode, after all the advice I've given you, in the end, I want you to make the decisions about whether or not online dating and dating apps are right for you. Whether or not they're a good fit for your lifestyle, whether or not they're fun, whether or not they're providing undue stress. And if you decide to jump into the world of using dating apps and online dating, I I also want it to be your responsibility to take ownership to decide which apps to use. But to get you there, to get you to the point where you feel confident enough to make these decisions, I am personally taking on the responsibility to provide you with the education information you need that will help you make these decisions. So let's get to it. Let's go over the cold, hard truths of online dating and dating apps. So let's begin this conversation with data and research. And I did mine. According to Pew Research Center, and that's P-E-W, nearly half of all single Americans say dating nowadays is harder than it was 10 years ago. Now, this is based on a study that Pew Research conducted in October 2019. So think about that. That was before the pandemic. You can go to pewresearch.org to review the study yourself. Now, in this study, they found that women are the ones who are more likely to say that dating is harder than it was 10 years ago, more likely to say that than men are. And it makes sense. Here's why. A majority of women have experienced some form of harassment on an online dating site. A majority. And I can tell you, 
I'm among them. It's a given. You will encounter harassment, misogyny, and even threats when you're dating online. But here's another thing to consider, especially during a pandemic. Online dating is the most efficient and effective way to meet people. Like, think about it. If you're home all the time, how else are you going to meet people to date? And, and, dating apps come with filters. So you can sort their potential dates based on vaccination status, politics, religion, height, etc. You can't get that by meeting people in real life. Having said that, and believe me, filters are great, and they do make dating efficient. The cold, hard truth is that online dating is a business. Access to these filters will cost you. Most every dating app offers a free version. And frankly, that's what I normally use. I have the option to use Tinder Gold. That's the premium version. But all this does is let me see who already swiped right on me. Now that sounds good because I don't have to go through a whole feed of people and and chance who has swiped right on me. By using Tinder Gold, the premium plan, I'll only see the people who have already swiped right on me. That sounds efficient, right? However, I live in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, a major tourist destination. And I kid you fucking not, I have subscribed to Tinder Gold, only to find that 2,000 men have swiped right on me. Not 20, not 200, which is manageable. Two fucking thousand. I mean, that's not efficient at all. Now, this was last year. And how much do you want to bet that number is probably up to 3,000 or 4,000? It's overwhelming. And it's so not worth the $100 a year subscription rate that Tinder wants to charge me. Now, for whatever reason, that's the only upgraded plan Tinder is offering me. They have other upgraded premium plans. See, they also have a platinum plan, which they've never offered me. It includes the ability to message before matching. And according to healthyframework.com, it can cost up to $40 a month. Also, according to Healthy Framework, Tinder has pricing for users under 30 and users over 30. I'm talking about different prices for those age groups. I mean, is that even legal? Bumble offers a premium experience as well. You can see who swiped on you already. That kind of access can cost you $20 a week. But... Bumble will give you access to advanced filters that I really like. 
So your fil you could filter by verified profiles only. You could filter by height. You could filter by drinking, smoking, and even politics. However, I think it's kind of shitty that in today's world, especially if you're an ethnic woman and you're trying to avoid racist, that politics isn't already a free filter. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, what does racism and politics have to do with one another? You wouldn't be asking that if you're ethnic and if you've experienced racism. A lot of racism is too tied with politics. So for those of us who aren't white, it's a matter of safety. So if you're willing to pay $20 a week, sure, Bumble will let you filter out the smokers the short guys, and even the Nazis. So I really want to stress this point. Online dating is a business a business. Every single dating app and dating site will claim that they're interested in your safety and your dating experience. If you look at their policies, if you've looked at any of their press releases, it appears that to be the case. However, the truth is their main interest is in making money. If you're going to opt for a premium experience, that means that you're paying for the specific plan that you're on. I recommend doing what you would do if you were going to shop for a car. Research the various apps and services, look at their price plans, and look at what each plan has to offer. Then select the one premium plan that suits your needs. Other online dating apps that are out there aside from Bumble and Tinder include Hinge, Match, OkCupid, and Facebook Dating. There are many, many more. I highly recommend going to mindbodygreen.com backslash articles backslash best hyphen dating hyphen apps. And I will link to that article in the blog post that accompanies this podcast episode on my website. And in this article, Mind Body Green breaks down the various dating apps, including the ones that are specialized. Like, did you know that there's a dating app specifically for members of the black community? It's called BLK. And for those people who are into kink, there's a dating app called Field, F-E-E-L-D. There are even dating apps for religious people, such as J-Swipe and Christian Mingle. Again, that article can be found at Mind Body Green. Another cold hard truth about online dating and dating apps is that most therapists and dating experts will tell you that you won't find true love 
on dating websites. Why? There are a ton of fake profiles on there. And that's just the cold, hard truth. Dating apps make it so easy for a person to be deceptive. This includes married men who are posing as single. This also includes men who lie about their height, their age, their job, so that they can attract the kind of woman that they're looking for. A lot of men, even single ones, will use these apps just for attention, just to stroke their ego. They have no intention of committing to a date or showing up for one. It's just the adrenaline rush for them. And they're just a waste of time. They're wasting your time. And, of course, a cold hard truth of dating apps and online dating is that there are con artists who have infiltrated the dating scene. AKA Tinder Swindler, anyone? Either Google Tinder Swindler or go to Netflix and watch the documentary. That shit is real. It really happens. Having said that, I personally know quite a few people who have met on an online dating site, even Tinder, and who have fallen in love and gotten married. So it can happen. Dating sites and apps should not be completely written off. And love can be found on a dating app. But I would imagine that it's very, very rare. Personally, I know that the man I envision as being ideal for me is not on a dating app. Like, at all. This is an other cold, hard truth to consider, depending on what your standards are. And this is one of the hardest pills to swallow. Another thing to consider is that dating apps can be a knock to your self-esteem. No different than the way social media is. On February 10th of 2022, Psychology Today published an article titled, Why Dating Apps May Be Keeping You Single. Again, I'll link it to it in the content on my website, thereareno-niceguys.com, that accompanies this episode. In that article, the author points out that dating algorithms have capitalized on turning dating into an addicting game that is low cost and high reward. She describes dating apps as pocket-sized slot machines. I love that. It's true. She also says, and I'm quoting her here, 
As a psychologist whose job is to help individuals foster deeper and better connections, I worry that having algorithms that curate to our preferences means we lose sight of our values, the space to have difficult conversations, or the courage to embrace emotional vulnerability. So here it was, I just praised the efficiency of filtering, but this experienced psychologist is actually warning us that all this filtering could actually be doing us more harm than good. It's something to think about. So those were my cold hard truths about online dating and dating apps. Again, whether or not you're going to use them is completely up to you. Should you decide to give them a try, here are my tried and true tips. Start with one to two dating apps only. Anything more than that is going to feel overwhelming, intimidating, and burdensome. Start with the free plans. Be cautious. Go into it as a student. You're there to learn what you like, what you don't like. This could mean in terms of user experience, which that's really important to me as well as what you want to see or not see in dating profiles. Observe how you react to them. Take notes and learn. I would recommend keeping a journal about your experiences and learn the difference between real profiles and fake ones or the catfish ones. So just go into it with an open mind and study it like a student. Always practice safety first. Never give away personal information. However, when you finally set a date to meet, I want you to know his full name and phone number in advance of the date. Share that information with someone who cares about you, as well as the place where you're meeting and what day and time. When you get back from your date safe and sound, be sure to also inform that same person. Report inappropriate profiles. Each app has a way to report profiles. And I'm going to go over this more in depth in a future episode where I'm going to talk about dating safely. But when you're testing out a dating app, do not hesitate to report profiles and learn the process for doing so. The process exists for a reason. So take advantage of it and do it. When you report inappropriate profiles. And by that, I mean, it could be that, you know, he's using nudes on his dating profile, which most apps do not allow for this. Or perhaps he sent you some harassing messages once you matched and you were messaging back and forth. Or maybe you noticed or saw right away that a profile is using celebrity pictures Or maybe it's even a picture of a friend you know, and you know that's not him on this app. 
any reason that you have to suspect that this app, that the uh, profile is fake or a catfish or just inappropriate in whatever way it is, report, report, report. You will be making the dating experience for yourself and others better. I hope this episode has helped. I I don't want to scare you away from using dating apps, but I also don't want you to just jump in headfirst without any guidance either. Be logical, be cautious, be safe. That's my best advice. Please return next week because I have a great episode planned. I have guests. The hosts of the podcast, Grown Ass Dating, will be joining me for an interview. If you haven't been listening to Grown Ass Dating, please go find it on Apple Podcasts and other podcast services. LaShondra Cordier and Rendy Moore will be joining me. And boy, do they have some amazing, insightful, and healthy advice to offer about dating. See you then. Break, break, break. Break, break, break.